Radio. Yakuza. Yakuza. Yakuza Kick Radio. 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 The Yakuza Kick Radio. This is the bulldozer of Matt Tremont. And if there's one place to listen to on the internet every Thursday, 9 p.m., Yakuza Kick Radio. Tremont says so. Who wants some? God help us. Jesus. God and baby. Jesus. Help us. Ladies and gentlemen of fucking America, this is Danny Havoc, and you have been listening to, or possibly are intending to listen to, the Yakuza Kick fucking radio. Fucking, yeah, Yakuza Kick radio. Hell fucking yeah! My name is Justice Payne, and you are listening to Yakuza Kick radio. You're coming to come on Thursday night. This is a brotherhood, and we all stick together. Like my nuts. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. Yakuza Kick Radio, the best in internet wrestling radio, period, bar none, just like Adam Cole. Everybody's a cunt but me in the world. I don't know what it is. But you go to the back, and you tell your boss that there's a new Yakuza in town. And it's Yakuza Kick Radio, and we're taking over. Yakuza Kick Radio has risen from the ashes of bad internet radio and become the premier place for any independent professional wrestler to stop and record their voice. Well, this is Mr. Insanity Toby Fine, and if you're not listening to Yakuza Kick Radio, then you're weird. Oh, I don't like the cut of your gym, fella. This is Greg Excellent, Bearded Dragon of the Northeast. You're listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. If you're not, probably watching porn. You have this muted. You should be listening to it. Jason Man. Where are Biggie and Tupac? Yakuza Kick Radio. Give a nigga rope on that cowboy, guys. All you have to do is listen to Yakuza Kick Radio, but you couldn't. Now look at that guy. You only fuck that. Black dude. This bullshit, man. Motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck you. Who's next? And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the introduction. Hosted by J. Cat Morris. You are now listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. Welcome to Yakuza Kick Radio. I'm your host, J. Cat Morris, and here for another edition. Uh... So I got, you know, some shit to talk about. I don't even know where to start. Um, I really don't want to hit the big topic right off the bat. So we'll, we'll wait on that, you know, for a minute. Because I want to go off on some of that shit. And, uh, you know, I feel like it, the rest of it's going to kind of fall flat if I put that up front. So um, a lot of this kind of ties in, though. So let's go with the topics right off the top. Uh, Joey Ryan running a charity show and that whole deal. Um, you know, you can't expect people like that to continue to stay away. People acted like they didn't know the deal. And he was right dead set in the middle of the poster. So I have a hard time believing that nobody knew anything. Um, But it is what it is. You know, more and more, it's just the wrestling business is full of complete fucking dirtbags. And that's it. And you get some exceptions and, and all this, but I don't have respect for that fucking business at all. And they continue to prove me right over time. And and again, like, there's there's good people in there. 
I'm, I'm not saying everybody in there, but a lot of the fan base is garbage. A lot of the fucking wrestlers are garbage. Most of the promoters are garbage, and they facilitate that type of behavior. They, you know, foster um, an environment that's fucking just toxic, fucking bullshit behavior. You know what I mean? And that's just what it is. So none of this shit surprises me. None of it even, you know, I'm not... I'm not like, oh my god, I can't believe such and such. I'm like, yeah, okay, there you go. Here's another one. So, uh, Shane had actually hit me up the other day about this too. Um, Pinky Sanchez says violence is and suffering. VXS is uh, was involved with Joey Ryan and wants to expose them. I don't give a shit what Pinky wants to do or say. I, I've been saying for a long time. I, I think Pinky's a scumbag too. Um, he was pushing that whole violence and suffering deal for a long fucking time. Um, you know, Pinky's been up and fucking close and buddy, buddy with Teddy Hart. Teddy Hart's an absolute fucking scumbag in every possible way. He's terrible, terrible track record with women, terrible track record with animals, terrible track record with keeping a job anywhere or a good relationship. He's just a shit human being. And, and Pinky co-signed him for long enough. I don't give a fuck what he thinks about a company that now he's not on good terms with. How long was he good with Danny D'Amato? Danny punches women too. You know, seeing them, his mug shot and his girlfriend's bruised face. So that, you know, that'll tie into some more stuff we talk about later. So I'll bring him up again. But, you know, when people pick and choose where their morals lie... I don't give a fuck about their opinion on things. And that's that's how I feel about that guy and whatever he thinks about this and this. And you know. Um exploding barbed wire this Sunday. They have a cage of death type setup. Um, and it's supposed to be like uh like who the fuck even is it? Moxley. Is it Moxley? I think it's Moxley and uh I don't even fucking know because I don't watch any of that. So uh, I, I saw something and Onita was involved. So they're using him to do something with the exploding things. I think maybe Omega, but I don't even fucking remember. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Marcus Crane, brain surgery. Will he ever return? Probably because he's, he's fucking stupid. He's a, he's a complete fucking retard. So, yeah, when you get, like, brain surgery following, you know, infections in your forehead from doing dumb shit, why not return to it? So, sure, he'll be back. Uh, didn't he get accused? Yeah, I, I, he got accused of some shit with a minor, too. So, again, we just took that as not a real thing. I know he said he did the littlest possible amount of defending himself he was just like no that guy's uh we fought that guy one time and i was like what fuck does that mean you know like that doesn't debunk him saying that you were stalking his underage sister so i i don't know i don't know all i know is you know none of the shit surprises me anymore um so there's that uh Wrestling fans commenting on Izzy's pictures. So Shaheen hit me with this this topic, and I, I don't know anything about it. Apparently, I guess there's like a 14-year-old girl who's training with the WWE. And um, 
people are like commenting all this like inappropriate shit on her pictures. But uh, yeah, I, I just just gross shit, you know, on a fourteen year old's pictures. But these people are animals, so I don't I don't know what else to expect out of them. Uh, yeah, pinky shit again. Don't care. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, Shaheen gave me these questions, by the way. So when I'm reading them off like questions, that's why. Um, what the fuck is up with the cookie guy on social media and annoying everyone? Well, I mean, he's he's a weirdo. I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, he's just he's an irritating fucking human being. Just a shit human, as far as I'm concerned. He he was a guy who his grandfather was the Purdue guy chicken guy on tv and um you know obviously if you're part of the purdue family there's a bunch of money there a bunch of that money was you know he was giving zandig and whoever else money to pay for this guy to come in and that guy to come in just doing money mark shit for really no benefit other than sitting in the front row and clapping and then dressing like like a ref to draw attention to himself and all that stupid shit like but you know, as a grown-ass man, because even when I started going, this guy is probably at least 10 years older than me. You know, you just look like, why Why are you doing what the fuck you're doing right now? Like, it, it's just crazy, because I'm, I, you know, I'm spending, you know, whatever, $35 to be front row. You're, you're throwing that 35 out, too, but then you're also buying three of your friend's seats, and then you're also handing the promoter, you know, $500 to bring in this guy or that guy, like, you're watching the same show I am, but it's costing you fucking $600 or something before you're done. It's shit. It's, I can't, I can't identify with a person like that, but yeah, like his social media shit is weird. Like he just starts texting people or, or uh, private messaging people like just weirdo shit. Gene was sending me some screenshots of the type of shit he was sending him. And he's just, he's just a fucking weirdo. So I don't know. I, I don't have use for these people. I just don't. They, they don't exist in my world. Um, Mr. Potato Head going gender neutral. See, this is some bullshit. This is, this is where, as far as I'm concerned, see, there's movements. And there's good intentions behind most movements. You know, um, maybe not most movements, but at least the ones I'm talking about, there definitely are. So when there's a movement, you know, for LGBTQ, whatever other letters we're adding this week, um, when there's a movement for that, for equality, for people, regardless of their um, sexual orientation or, you know, whatever the case is, I understand that. And I, I'm good with that. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to see people, you know, denied a job because you know they're gay or, or something like that I, you know I, I wouldn't i would never co-sign you know someone getting screwed over based on their their you know their their preference you know or, or their lifestyle you know um so i can understand that part of things but if under the same helmet under the same you know heading stuff like this starts getting stuffed in there this hurts the whole movement because wherever the fuck it starts coming out of oh well 
the the potato head shouldn't have a gender. You, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, I just want to fill one with cement and beat that person into the skull with it. You know what I mean? Like, with it, with it in, like, a sock or something or a pillowcase. Yeah, just like a, like a Mr. Potato Head in a pillowcase and just bludgeon someone to death with it. You know, it just put a Mr. and a Mrs. Potato Head in the pillowcase and then just beat them lifeless with it. Because why the fuck? Why? Why is that? And, and here's the here's this gaslighting whole shit that they keep doing on the internet. You need the fucking gender of a toy to disappear. A toy that's existed for however fucking long, a long, lot longer than I've been on this planet, H- has been in Toy Story movies. A Mister and Mister Potato Head. You had fucking. Uh, I think it was George's mom from Seinfeld and, and, and fucking Don Rickles as, as Mr. and Miss Potato Head, you know, like, yeah, you know, they've been around forever. So when someone is so fucking wrapped up in their own bullshit that they need the genders of those toys to no longer exist, they're the fucking problem. And when they're trying to remove this from... Uh, you know, an age-old toy that wasn't fucking actually hurting anyone. You're making a problem out of something that wasn't a problem. So then when the people are like, dude, what the fuck are you doing with this toy? They're like, oh, a grown man has a problem with us changing the gender of a toy. And it's like, dude, what are you... You're the one who fucking had the problem. Uh, you know, trying to reinvent the wheel is what I got a problem with. Well, why? Why do you need to try to revamp every fucking thing? So it has no identity to it, just in case. Go fuck yourself, you know? Let, let's focus on making sure things are equal. But let's also try to, like, come together on that, you know what I mean? Where it's not... And, I, and I'll give you another example right here, because, like, that that's some old bullshit, and, like, whoever is pro, like, yeah, we need to get the genders out of the fucking potatoes, the plastic potatoes, you can fuck yourself. Dr. Seuss thing, all right? So now, supposedly they took, I think, six books or something off of the um, the shelves. So they made them, like, kind of, you know, put them in the vault. They're not going to reprint them or anything like that. Now, supposedly the family um, of whatever the Dr. Seuss estate or whatever the case is, um, they decided to do this personally. But you, you have to know it's in response to people going through libraries of old things, movies, books, uh, comedies, you know, comedy specials, comedians, um, you know, they're going it, you know, seven years ago on someone's Twitter just to find something to put them down, you know, and shit like that. Like when that's going on, if you're in charge of any kind of thing that's been around for, you know, all of these years, you got to kind of thumb through those archives real quick and just go, before they fucking come for us, what can we just kind of tuck away, you know? And then you go like, all right, well, we found these things, and and our on our behalf, we did that. But it's it is as a result of this, not just the times have changed, and even they're offended. No, they have to make sure that they don't get fucking canceled in this new bullshit society. So that's that they did that on their behalf. So now here's the here's the thing. Um, 
it is what it is with that. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm not missing the Dr. Seuss books. I'm not, I'm not like, oh, dude, where, how, where am I going to get that book now? I don't give a fuck about the book. I don't, I don't even know which titles they are. One thing I do know, though, is they ain't have shit to do with Cat in the Hat, right? So my boy Nick, two scoops also, uh, he uh, posted something about it. And uh, somebody else on his his post, black dude, which I only really have to point out because, you know, the way he responded to me because of my color. You know what I mean? So so he posts um, a picture of somebody in blackface from the, you know, way, way back, you know, when shit was wild racist. And, uh, you know, like openly racist on TV and film and shit. And like, so they, uh, a picture of a, a dude in blackface and next to a picture of cat in a hat. And he goes, uh, don't you see the resemblance or something like being serious? Like you see the resemblance, right? And I just commented like, fuck, no, I don't. Because dude, first off, none of this shit had to do with cat in a hat. Now, this is what I'm talking about. This is when the ball starts rolling. Now they're looking at the whole fucking library. Oh, the you know, fucking the, the Grinch was a green guy and the rest of the Whoville should have been Whiteville because they was all white. You got the green guy up in the mountain because you don't give a fuck about him. Now everybody hates his guts. What do you turn him into? Fucking thief. You know who the green guy's supposed to be? You, you know, like this is the type of shit that we, we go down the fucking rabbit hole and before you know it, everything's fucking racist everything's racist and you know it's just fucking ridiculous it's it's enough already stop being so fucking sensitive toughen your fucking skin up treat racism like fucking racism which really isn't that hard to find because there's still some real bigoted motherfuckers we just had four years of a guy who helped encourage racism people running around with confederate flags that's fucking racist you know what i mean like uh, like the type of shit they were doing that, you know, showing up to the fucking, uh, the Capitol with, uh, camp Auschwitz on their fucking shirt. That's fucking racist. It's, it's really not hard to find real actual racist, but if you need to go on a fucking post and be like, if you can't see that the cat in a hat is clearly just like a blackface actor, um, then I know why you don't see it. Cause you're a white motherfucker. That's racist too. Stupid. That's fucking racist, too. You can't just look at every white person as oh, you must be racist because you don't understand. You don't understand, motherfucker. They ain't even talking about Cat in the Hat. You're creating a whole new fucking thing because you're dumb. So that's that's the fucking that's the difference there. You know, is they they start off with this thing and they did it on their behalf. And before you know it, you got motherfuckers online like, see, I knew the Cat in the Hat was up to some bullshit like. What the fuck are you talking about? It's just now like black and white cats are going to be like racist. That, that's just that, that's just a white cat and black face. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, dude, this is this has gotten way out of fucking control. It's just it's just way out of control. I grew up as a fucking kid idolizing Jerry Rice and fucking Deion Sanders and, and Shaq. But yeah, I, I don't see cat in a hat is racist so clearly 
I know why, you racist white motherfucker. It's like, bro, I just, like, these are the type of people I want to see hit by a bus. Like, I want them to make that comment and then turn, like, their little, like, um, Facebook Live on and then just go walk out into traffic so they could, you know, like, I got one more comment for you and then just Facebook Live, out into traffic, whap. You know what I mean? And I could hit the little laugh emoji and then I just move on, you know? It's just, it's just real outrage for no fucking reason. It, it irritates me. Um, back-to-back shootings at the largest mall in America in PA. Shootings in malls seem to be a theme. Are malls in New Jersey out of control with crime? No, I mean, I don't think so. I don't go no fucking where, first off, so I don't really know. Sometimes, like, I got to go past the mall, like, every once in a while. There's one in Tom's River. That little bullshit mall should have been knocked down a long time ago. Because it was like, everybody else had two fucking floors, and this mall just got one little fucking floor. It was like a ranch mall. You know what I mean? Just like one-story ranch mall. And uh, it's some old bullshit. And before you knew it, it was like every store was, like, phased out, and I think... They revamped some shit now, so it's different. But, like, I forget that it even exists in, until I have to pass it. And I'm like, what the fuck? They rip off, like, a quarter of the mall and put, like, a whole new fucking something on it. I'm like, when the fuck did that happen? Ah, three years ago. So, yeah, I don't even know. I mean, they could shoot everybody in the mall, and I probably won't even be affected. But, you know, I don't recommend it. I'm not telling anyone to do Um. Uh. CCW trainee gets signed by the WWE. Yeah, uh, I forget what the fuck this guy's name was. Uh, fuck. I just said said it again before the show. We were talking about it. Um, but my point of this is, this dude, I saw his name on the list of, hey, just got signed to WWE. And I was like, Okay, it says like, oh, this guy's from Evolve. This guy is a former NFL player. This this girl is a former model. This and this, and this dude was a CZW trainee. Uh, okay, but I never heard of this fucking dude's name. While while DJ continues to push Jimmy Lloyd down people's throats. Well, not now. Jimmy uh, DJ ain't pushing anything down anybody's throat, as far as I know. Uh, He's a pretty quiet motherfucker these days for for a while now. Um, but, uh, you know, while while he was still running things, he was pushing every shithead out of his school down people's throats and putting them on the show looking green as hell. Meanwhile, like the guy that I never heard of is just going to be signed with WWE. It's like, well, you know, his eye for talent is something else. Later on, he'll take all the credit for that in shoot interviews or if he ever speaks publicly again and he'll take all the credit for that guy's success but you know not that he pushed him or spotlighted him in any way shape or form because the first time i heard his name was when he was signed so someone saw him without you mentioning him you know um discussion on cigarettes being smoked inside uh yeah shane got into this discussion with these people and uh i guess they were they were sharing like retro ashtrays and this and this and, you know, some people were just saying, like, they, uh, dude's not even a smoker, but he wishes smoking was allowed inside because it's, uh, it, our freedoms are, are, you know, what's, what's more important. So 
other people should have to endure the smoke because it, it stands for freedom. It's just some people are really just retarded. That's what I feel like. It's like they don't understand really what that means. Freedom isn't necessarily just doing whatever the fuck you want. I know you could tie those things together and say it's it's freedom to do whatever I want. You know, it's it's freedom to do what I feel like doing. But, you know, there, there's a, a more of a finite term on what freedom is. You know, is as it applies to our country and our society and just living amongst others. Freedom doesn't mean just, you know, like pissing off your roof, you know, with, you know, with the family full of kids and shit out on the neighbor's lawn having a picnic, you know, and you're just like, um, I have freedom to just piss off the top of my roof because it's my house. And it's like, but that's not. No one wants that to happen. You know, like you just need to, you know. And I guess there's like loopholes and sh you know shit that you could push because technically it's not a law and this and that. But there's also just a kind of consideration for other humans. And if you have a little bit of that, you could still manage to have freedom, but then just kind of rein it in where you, you know maybe their day isn't affected by your freedom so much. You know, I, I think that's a big part of why we've had such a problem controlling this pandemic when people are screaming about you know my freedom with the mask my freedom but like okay if you wore the fucking thing and it prevented that guy over there from getting sick is that good no because my fucking freedom's being and it's like so you don't give a fuck about anybody but yourself i i got it and yeah freedom yeah freedom to fuck everybody but you well what does that do for their freedom you know like it's there's got to be a little give and take there. It doesn't mean just do whatever the fuck you want, wherever you want. You clearly can't go into, a, you know, your job and just make your own fucking rules as you go. I mean, some people can, but, you know, you you generally can't do that. You can't go into a place of business and then just start doing whatever the fuck you want in their store. It, it, generally, they have a set of rules. You know, it's just... It's not quite what people have made it into, you know, freedom to, I mean, there's, there's a lot of freedom. There's a whole lot of freedom and within your own house, within your own space, you know, you want to smoke inside, you smoke inside, you want to fucking not, you know, obviously you're not going to wear a mask in your own house. So you're good, you know, but, and generally the mask thing was never even an issue or a topic. Prior to this once-in-a-lifetime fucking pandemic that we got hit with. But, you know, people aren't able to adjust. They talk a lot of that tough guy shit, but God forbid their inconvenience, the toughness leaves their body like a fucking, like a ghost. Like, it's just fucking, oh, there it goes. Like, when you see people die in the cartoons and the ghost just fucking floats up out of their body. Like, that's, that's, that's where all that tough guy shit goes as soon as... As soon as inconvenience happens, well, I can't deal. My freedom, you know, it's just bullshit, total bullshit. Um, Texas, speaking of freedoms, Texas opened back up. Just don't give a fuck. Just, just taking it all down. Uh, no masks, no nothing, no restrictions. Pack buildings, do whatever. You know, just out to rise again. Yeah. Fucking COVID numbers are going to rise again. I just hope the vaccines get into these motherfuckers quick enough. Although I don't think a lot of them are going to do it. The, the vaccine at all. I, I hope enough of the good people out there get vaccinated. 
so that maybe maybe it does start to to do it the right way you know meaning the shitheads that don't give a fuck and are just going to be reckless those are the ones that die and then at least the good people are protected the people with half a brain are going to be protected yeah that that's what i hope happens because when i saw you know in the middle of this pandemic and them just like jamming people into churches and 200 fucking people on top of each other because they're just like no jesus got it or uh you know the jewish gatherings where they're just packing the streets and they're jamming in there with parties because no no we we asked we asked god and he said now we could do what we want to do we're chosen and, and this and you know like i want those all those people to just die you know the ones that were out in the streets spitting at cops because they're trying to hey guys you're not supposed to gather and you know these type of like those people i'd like to die but i don't want them to get covid and then pass it off to someone who's been stocking up once a month at Walmart and then kind of just keeping it tight. You know, they got some pre-existing conditions. They're doing everything they can to be safe. But then you get the shitheads that were just in this gathering that gives them COVID and now they fucking die. Like that's a terrible thing. And I, I want that to stop. So I'm hoping if all those people who are being careful are getting vaccinated, they'll be protected against the shitheads that will continue to inhabit our fucking country because it's, it's just what we're going to fucking deal with going forward. It's there's no just like fixing the lack of intelligence in this country. It's it's just not going to happen. Now I'm sure it goes on all over the world, but I only really have to deal with the people around me. Um, so yeah, that's, that's that, um, Texas, that, but that's just Texas being Texas. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, you saw the shit that happened with their, with their water too, you know, with all the shit froze up. Because from my understanding, and I'm no expert on any of this shit, there's an East Coast grid and a West Coast grid, and Texas decided we don't want none of your fucking grids. We want fucking Texas grid. So then they had that shit happen, and then they saved money on weatherizing the fucking pipes. So the shit just all fucking blew up on them, and then they were fucked, and then they're screaming for the rest of the country to come fucking help them out because they're fucked. Meanwhile, their guy is jumping on a plane and heading on vacation. Ted Cruz and shit. You know, it's just Texas being Texas. You know, um, apparently they, they canceled fucking Lola Bunny, you know, and uh, that, that, it's so crazy to even have to fucking talk about this because it's it's this is the out of control shit I'm talking about too. You know, again, if you're talking about cutting down something that that really makes an impact or um, changing something that's really hurting someone, I understand. Lola Bunny from the the fucking Space Jam was apparently too sexy. So they had to revamp and redraw Lola Bunny. She no longer has short shorts on. She now has shorts, legging shorts under her shorts with baggy shorts. They cut her bunny tits off and put a baggy ass shirt on top of her before she had like a crop top and all this. And, you know, I don't remember any point in like Looney Tune history and old space jam being like yo that, that bunny's smoking or 
or hearing parents even saying like, yo, I brought my kid to see that nice uh, Space Jam movie with Michael Jordan, but that bunny is just disgusting. Like I even like the uppity parents back then who were like attacking every video game that had a, a you know, a punch in it, like a violence, you know, and, and the, the attacking the sexuality of this and of that. Like I never heard Lola Bunny brought up. But it's like this is this new fucking society where we go back and redetermine whether shit was really offensive or not, even though no one was offended then or 10 minutes ago or at all. It, it, it's just ridiculous. And again, this is how the Internet turns around and goes, you care about a cartoon bunny's tits? And it's like, dude, ah, you're missing the fucking point. You're missing the fucking point. Someone else cared about him enough to need to redraw the whole fucking thing. I say, hey, why are we fucking, you know, spazzing out? Why are we acting like fucking idiots over this cartoon? And, and then, it, you know, yeah, I, I just I've had enough with this. Uh, bullshit fucking society and the Internet and all of that. Um, so let's get into Colin West now. Colin West, uh, a couple of years ago, I buried this dude. I don't remember what show it was. I don't remember, you know, when it was or what. But I had buried this dude a couple of years ago because he showed up on the um, on the East Coast scene, I guess you'd call it, or at least tri-state. I don't want to give him too much credit. Like he was tearing it up. He was like a managerial kind of guy. Um, I had heard he had like involvement in backstage of this or that or whatever. But, you know, at this point, I had already stopped going to wrestling. So I was just covering things as far as, you know, what showed up online and what this one said about this and this one said about that. So um, Colin West showed up and he started like being a part of like on point wrestling. I'd see like his name popping up in there. Very shortly after I saw his name pop up in there. I started seeing this incident happen. And I think it was the one, but he really harped on it and he was really dragging it out as, you know, his, this was going to be, you know, all attention on Colin West. So, and, and right from the start, I was like, this, this guy's a piece of shit. I don't give a fuck what anybody says, like, cause he's a gay dude and that's not why he's a piece of shit, but, um, it ties into, you know, what he, what he's all about and everything. So, um, so he's a gay dude, so which is perfectly fine. But what he did was he was using his sexuality to further push himself as a heel. So, you know, a lot of times, like back in the day where you had, uh, you know, the Christopher Street connection, there were faces most most times, really. So they're not like a great example. But um, like in CZW, you had the um, uh, Rick Feinberg and like those guys and. Um, when Christopher Street Connection was supposed to be heels, or at least supposed to be the opposition to your your heroes. So, like the Hit Squad were your guys; they were tearing motherfuckers up. These guys were going to come out there, and they wanted to make out with those guys. They didn't want to fight; they wanted to, they wanted to grab that guy's ass. And you know, you as fans were here, like Raven is waiting for like someone to get fucked up. That that's the heel version of that. And, you know, that would get all the fag chants and this and that and a homo, this and that. And they would feed into it. They would say, you know, when they first came in to Ring of Honor, the very first thing that ever happened in a Ring of Honor ring 
they got in the ring and said, ROH stands for Ring of Homos. That's what we are. And that's welcome to our show. This this is, you know, what we do here. And then Hit Squad's music came out and just destroyed them. You know, so a lot of that was, you know, the way that it went. When you played up your sexuality as a heel, it garnered a response from the crowd that was that, was, was you know, a reflection of what you were, you were forcing them to deal with, you know? It wasn't just, oh, well, this guy happens to be gay. He's a great wrestler, but now we all hate him. No, it was because you pushed it in a heel fashion that made people turn in that direction. So um, that's what he was doing. He was doing a lot of that stuff. And I know Captain Dave, for one, was one of the people catching heat for it because he responded to it, called him a fag or whatever he called him. And then he got online saying, you know, this is gay bashing and these people should be banned from the thing. And it like it was in a real way where he was really calling himself a victim in the whole situation. And then he, he claimed that fans slashed his tires because he noticed when he drove home after a 45 minute ride or an hour ride that there were uh, it was a nail or nails in his tires. And I, I looked at it at the time and was just like. This guy's a shithead because, first off, no one slashes your tires by putting nails in them. I, very, very rarely do I think people are rigging, like, nails under tires. And who the fuck shows up to a wrestling show with, like, a pocket full of nails? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, don't, I don't think that happened at all. I think, you know, these wrestling shows are held in, like, fucking warehouses in these little shitty areas, like, on point wrestling was in that building that Tremont lives in. And that's just like a fucking warehouse. Like you don't think there's a few nails laying around. People are all parking on the fucking grass. And I mean, that one I think is a parking lot from what I remember, but you know, half of these venues, you're parking on the fucking grass. You're driving up over here on the side. It, you know, you pick up a couple fucking nails, just like anyone else could any other time in life. And it's not a hate crime. It's like shit does fucking happen. But, you know, he turned this whole fucking thing. It's like, you know, hate crime and this and this. And it's like the last fucking thing that On Point Wrestling needed at that point with there barely any fucking attendance to begin with is this fucking this type of attention where there's hate crimes going on from the fans. There's like 100 people there. So we really need to knock a couple of those guys out of attendance because you know, you're, you're going to make this about you after really playing up yourself in a way where you were trying to get that attention. So I just saw him as a complete piece of shit. I hated the fucking dude. I went back and forth. I think I went back and forth with him a couple times before blocking him or whatever years ago. And, um, yeah, I buried him on the show for the very same reasons I just said. So, just comes out this guy's a fucking pedophile he was running a synergy pro wrestling he was the owner of that apparently so now everybody's fucking up in arms and outrage and this and that and it said something about him touching a 12 year old a six year old like like said years of this shit going on he released some kind of statement saying that like a first thing he had to do is make himself a victim so he went oh i'm sorry for 
not being able to stop the cycle of abuse because it happened to me when I was a teenager. First, I don't want to hear about what happened to you as a fucking teenager when you get fucking slammed for that shit. Maybe you should have been fucking in counseling and fucking speaking out against the shit before continuing the cycle, as you say. You know, which I don't doubt that 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 does contribute to people becoming those type of people when they've been exposed and, and and victimized that way. But it also shouldn't be the first thing out of your mouth when you get caught up because it's a little late for that shit. You know, it's now, now you're one of them motherfucker. You're, you're not a victim anymore. Anybody will try to fucking help you when you were only the victim. But as soon as you turn that over and now you're the offender, then we don't give a fuck about you anymore. Now you could eat shit. You know, I hope, fucking 25 more fucking dudes do that shit to you, victimize you in prison. Because go fuck yourself, that's why. You know what I mean? I, I hope they got the same name as the motherfucker they did it to you when you were a fucking teenager. Because you're a scumbag. You're preying on fucking children. You know, and I have children. So that, that doesn't fucking settle with me. A fucking 12 year old, that's one year older than my twins. You gotta understand that that shit doesn't that shit doesn't sit well with me. You know, but this is this is so much of what the fucking wrestling business is, is consumed with. This guy owned a fucking company, was involved with a bunch of other little fucking companies and this and this. But supposedly the dude got arrested in July. And now we're going to pretend nobody fucking knew about that. Nobody heard about that shit. Nobody was close enough with this dude to know about that fucking arrest. I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't buy it, you know. And here's here's the reason why too, because I'm seeing a lot of wrestlers. Oh, I can't believe uh, this shit. Oh, this is bullshit. I I can't believe I worked in the same building. Can can you believe that you worked in the same building as fucking Feinstein? Because like that went on a lot of fucking years ago, and I've seen him in the same fucking building of all of you people who are talking shit. All of you high and mighty wrestlers who refuse to fucking work in a building with this Colin jerk off and all of this. Uh, are fine with walking by that RF video fucking table. A lot of you were fine with doing fucking shoot interviews and taking his money for that. Uh, you know, a lot of you were fucking fine with this guy. You know, if, if you joked, oh, uh, I thought you said 18, or, or yeah, I'll, I'll pretend you said 18. Like, if, if that's a, a fun running joke for you, then then you're part of the fucking issue. You're not, you're not someone who could tell me about what a shithead Colin West is. It's real easy to take a fucking stand against a guy who's facing 20 years because you don't have the fucking choice to work for him. But as soon as some other shithead has a bunch of other shit on his record, and you're just like, yeah, I'm just going to pretend like I didn't know. Well, you know, you're just as complicit in that. It's just it is what it is. Danny Demano, like I said, punches women in the fucking face. Like there, there's her her pictures with her bruised face. There's his fucking mug shots. There's a, a an Instagram that I think one of Lauderdale's ex girlfriends or something made up, and 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 you could see his arrest right there, like a domestic, and see the bruises on her, all of that shit. Like, but everybody okay working for icw still everybody still all right with your with your morals you good okay then shut the fuck up because when it comes down to it you either have morals or you don't and it, and if it's going to be like well i don't i don't deal with that guy but well you know i don't know you never know what really happened oh you're a big necro butcher fan then you don't have any fucking uh, you can't be supportive of women's rights or any of that shit 
So when you guys do your charity shows about abuse and this and this, and then this one's working with fucking the necro butcher and that one's working with the necro butcher, you know, you're not, you're not really on the side of women's rights because he punches women over fucking Disney, Disney money. You know, that, that's, that's what goes down. He bludgeons women in the fucking head. And then afterwards, when they talk about it, he goes like, yeah, I probably didn't do the right thing, but what would you do in my situation? Not punch a woman in the head. That's what I would do. I don't know. Crazy fucking idea I have that, like, you know, you can't just do that. You know, I, I just have more respect than that. But, you know, and then you got your all your whole fucking necro butcher support club. That That is like some of these people are threatening my friend Shaheen online talking about all oh, come down there locked and loaded say something about the necro butcher again Go, you know these are the people I, I need not on the fucking planet so you know if, if they could huddle up to that fucking covid party in texas and just you know let their lungs fail that that would be fantastic because and again what i said before it hurts the movement hurts the fucking movement you, you can't convince me that you run a fucking clean and safe locker room and all this when you're around Demano, you're around Necro, you're around, you know, uh, Joey Ryan, you're around David Starr, you're around, you know, so many of these fucking shitheads, so many of these shitheads, Teddy Hart, you know, because it's just every payday has to be fucking consumed. And, you know, this shit is such a hobby that motherfuckers aren't making enough money to turn down a booking here or turn down a booking there. Their morals have to take a backseat or they're not taking, they're not getting bookings. It's hard enough to get yourself on a, on a show to begin with. If you started actually holding people to standards, you'd never fucking work again. But what are we going to do? Are we going to make a fucking choice at some point? Because I'll tell you right now, if fucking... If you as fans, if you as fans, 20 of you messaged any promoter and said, and all 20 of you from different walks of life, different areas, hey, you know, I uh, just message the promoter of a show and say, you know, hey, is, is RF going to be vending there? Because I'm not, you know, you're not going to get my money if, if RF is vending there tonight. And then they get another message and another message and another message. I'm not supporting any company that, you know, allows RF to vend in their building. I'm not, you know, and you get like 20 fucking people to message a vendor. Those 20 fucking seats mean something to them. Oh, and I was bringing, I was bringing two people too. So maybe that, that those 20 emails actually equates to 60 tickets or, or, you know, 45 tickets, depending on how many in each car and, you know, whatever the case, maybe that turns into 45, you know, some of these little indie shows, that's, that's like a third of their fucking seats or half of their fucking audience. If they're getting 85 people or they're getting 120 people, you know, like this is, this makes a big fucking difference. So fans alone could, could make some change because they could just demand that they, they have a better fucking moral standard that goes on in the company they're supporting. Just be like, Hey man, I, I'd love to attend, but you know, I, I heard RF's going to be there selling stuff. And you know, I just don't, I don't support shit like that. You know, the, the things he was up to that doesn't work for me. Cause I mean, that, that guy was doing shit with minors and 
you know, using the wrestling business as a way to get into minors' pants. Like, you know, if, if you motherfuckers aren't offended, then then don't tell me about how much you love the business. Because this guy was using that business to land minors. You know, he could tell people, oh, they set me up. They set me. Yeah, they set you up. They set you up because you were a fucking creep and they're trying to catch creeps. So what the fuck? All the screenshots are there. So even if the, even if there were other ones that maybe make you look less bad or something like that, because, you know, they say, that well, they doctor it for TV. Well, they didn't doctor all the responses and all this. And even he's joked and said, oh, I go to set 18. It's like a running joke for him because he didn't have to do time for any of that shit. Because it was before, you know, perverted justice or whatever it was. It was before it became to catch a predator and they were tied in with local law enforcement. So it was just a way to like expose these fucking pervs on television. So hopefully people stopped doing business with them and kind of ousted them. Well, unfortunately, Rob, his business was in the wrestling business. So he took his own little sabbatical and then fucking popped back and was like, I'm, I'm back now. Everything's good. And you guys are going to be OK with it. And people were like, all right, anyway. And, and then he's just fucking there. So as long as that's all right with you then I don't give a fuck how you feel about Colin West. I don't, you know, your high standards are not working for a guy who will never work in wrestling again. It's really not that brave. You're, you're not, you're not such a brave fucking warrior to do that. And that, that goes for every motherfucker who's online talking shit. You know, that's, that's all these fucking wrestlers are up there talking shit, taking their high moral stance. And I have to speak out because People aren't shut up, shut the fuck up, you know, and, and it's the same shit where like DJ Hyde was a creep for years. DJ Hyde was a creep for years. DJ Hyde was a creep for years. He was getting, you know, um, uh, separate hotel rooms for him and female students and shit like, oh, yeah, they just had four rooms, you know, so, uh, yeah, we're going to have to share a room, you know, that, like that type of creepo shit. And people would just take it as running jokes. Chrissy and all these motherfuckers. And then now, now Chrissy's like the leader of the women's movement of the fucking wrestling universe. Now that she's out of it and not taking any bookings, you know what I mean? Like it, it's just hypocritical bullshit. You're either down with it or you're not. And, and when you were in the fucking locker room, you had nothing to fucking say that that was very loud. You spoke under your fucking breath. You told the people who weren't going to say anything. And, and that was it. Now that was the extent of you speaking out, and now other people are speaking out, and suddenly you're the leader of a fucking movement. It's just the the hypocrisy is retarded, you know. Again, everybody knew about necro shit, and then everybody forgot about necro shit. Um, I've heard shit about Brett Lauderdale having some fucking some not so good fucking interactions, you know. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know a whole lot of facts about that. I, I don't know a whole ton of details. I heard there was some minor kind of shit going on. But, I you know, I don't have a lot to back that up or anything. But, you know, if that's a legit thing and people do know about that, it's surely not stopping them from fucking working with them. Surely not, you know. So, like, how, how many of these fucking guys are going to be fucking creeps? And we're just going to keep working for them until they're their name hits the the dirt sheets or the paper, whatever the fuck. And, oh, this guy's facing time. And you're like, I had no idea. This is some bullshit. You gotta be fucking kidding me. You know? It, it's... 
at this point, it's just par for the course. But again, you can't tell me that you're doing right if all this other shit's allowed to go on on such a regular basis. It hurts the movement. It hurts every bit of what you're trying to sell as something that's pure in some way, shape, or form. You know, wrestling can exist as entertainment or a sport or however you want to portray it. But if it's completely scarred with this negative shit that goes on within it, and then we just keep making excuses and continue to work around it and work around it. Well, then when people look negatively on wrestling, there's not much you could say to defend it because you're allowing all this negative bullshit. You're allowing these toxic motherfuckers to continue to exist in there. You know, Sammy Callahan had, you know, past issues and fucking abuse and, and all that. Which, again, like, the problems were with Chrissy. Chrissy's doing less speaking about that than she is about anybody else's business. She's speaking about everybody else's business in detail and how she's such a big, strong part of the movement. But I'm not hearing so many details dropped about the things that happened to her with a guy who's still working on television. So we're either going to allow these people to exist in the business or we're not. You, you can't have both where it's not my place to say anything about that, but I got something to tell you about this. Like, fuck it. Talk about it or don't. And, and that's it, you know? I, I would agree that the shitheads should be removed from the business. I can tell you that we're going to have a lot smaller of a wrestling business, and maybe that's what needs to happen. And, and some of them might be your favorite fucking wrestlers. Some of them might be, you know, your favorite promotions. And you're going to have to deal with that because you're going to either have morals or you're going to just go, it's all bullshit and it is what it is. Turn your head and just try to enjoy the wrestling. But, you know, that that's that's the, the, the dilemma we're stuck with when it comes to professional wrestling. And, and I'm sure a lot of things, you know. But I know, like, myself, like, I'm, I'm a diehard football fan, you know, so... It could be my favorite fucking player. If that fucking player, you know, beats his wife up, you won't see me with his jersey on again. Even if I got the jersey in the closet, shit's not coming back out of the closet. And and if, you know, if, I, if somebody else gets his number later on, I'll, I'll go change the nameplate on the back of that jersey, and it'll be somebody else's jersey at that point. You know, I I don't have a problem with turning on somebody for what I consider to be, you know, morals that I'm proud of. You know, if I if I feel strongly about something, you know, that I feel, you know, right or wrong, there's no there's no swaying on that. You know, do do I respect the guy who punches women? No, I don't. So so again, the almighty stone cold Steve Austin. Oh, you, you can't bring that up because he's one of the greatest ever. But he also beat the fuck out of a woman. Right. Yes or no. Because I, I know you guys don't like to hear that anymore. That's like. We're past that because Stone Cold said so. And and what? And don't trust anyone. And and I but I have the shirt and it's like the rattlesnake said. And but but yeah, buddy buddy beat a woman, right? So but we're we're team Stone Cold. You know. Like I've seen women post, I'm a Stone Cold Steve Austin girl. He was so funny on that show where I saw him on this, I'm a Stone Cold girl. Okay, so so you're okay, like if your your guy gets home from work and just just beats you up because he had a bad day or something like that's you good with that or or just if he does it you're good. If your neighbor did it, would it be as cool as Steve Austin or probably not because that's different because just the garbage man beat his wife up 
that guy should go to jail forever. But if Steve Austin does it, then you know what, dude, maybe something. I don't know what she said. You know, maybe, um, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe he was on new medication or so. You know, the excuses start coming out of the fucking woodwork when it's not someone you're looking to throw throw away. You know, again, we're looking to cancel Lola Bunny, but you know, if if a guy beats a woman, let's just make sure that like. I don't know. Let you know what? Uh, I don't think I heard you when you said that. So I'm just gonna keep supporting them because I don't. You know, I, I, I was enjoying supporting them and stuff. But we gotta get the tits off that bunny while you're, you know. Um, yeah, the the hypocrisy is ridiculous, and this is what scars the business as a whole. Not because Colin West means a fucking thing to wrestling. Not because um, you know this one or that one. Because it's so regularly accepted until the shit really hits the fan and then everyone tries to back out of the fucking room slowly. But we saw you standing there. You know, we, we saw you standing there for way too fucking long while the rumors and the actual arrests and the this and that happened. And you were right there and shit was all good. Like you had Connor Claxton put the Necro Butcher in the CZW Hall of Fame. Like, with no knowledge that he punched a woman until I told him on Facebook afterwards. Come on, man. There's no fucking way you avoided those facts for all those years. You chose you didn't want to hear. You know, you, you didn't want to be part of those things. And then after he found that out, like, oh, that's fucked up because I put it all on there. He didn't turn around and say, I know I just inducted the Necro Butcher the other day. But I just want to make a statement on something I just found out about. And, you know, I feel differently about that. Not that he needs to make his own statement or whatever. But, but if, you know, this was a guy who was just co-signing this guy and those acts are truly heinous to you, you would think you would just come out and be like, yo, here, here's how I really feel about that type of shit that this guy was up to. Phenomenal career and no taking anything away that I ever said about what he did in the wrestling ring. But boy, was that guy a piece of shit out of the ring. And I had no idea. Like that's that's what I would have been doing if I really didn't know and really was appalled when I found out. But again, hypocrisy, you know, what works for the the event is just going to be what continues to happen. You know, it, it's just it's just silly shit. And, you know, people are like, oh, I can't believe it. I can. Why? Why can't you believe it? Like, how fucking naive are you that you just go through that shithead business, deal with all the fucking people that that are in it talk to them on a regular basis and somehow come out of it going they seem like a perfectly nice normal guy who would just live a you know really respectable life <coughs> like this promoter's living in the fucking building you're wrestling in this promoter is fucking you know trying to stuff fucking female trainees into his fucking hotel room this fucking promoter is, is punching women this promoter over here is supposedly doing some minor shit. This other one's definitely doing some minor shit. Quackenbush uh, 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 is over there doing some all weirdo shit. Fucking this one's doing this. This one, you know, you start to like go through the list and you're like, so all the companies are pretty much mm, okay. Yeah, well, we either have to write off wrestling as a whole because again, like you know, Pinky was pushing that violence and suffering you know company hard as fuck that was like his his focus as i thought he was part owner or some shit 
And now, you know, you fast forward just a little bit. He's like, oh, he wants to put him on blast. It's like, well, you know, obviously that business relationship fell apart the same way that when Danny DeMano and fucking Brett Lauderdale hooked up together. I was like, oh, there's two fucking scumbags that are up to some bullshit and they're perfect for each other. Well, eventually that fell apart because one of them fucked the other one. And who the fuck is supposed to be shocked about that? You know, it's just it's just par for the course. This is this is what it is. Um, so enjoy your stuff. Do what you do. But, you know, when you when you take a high moral ground and the rest of what you've done or are allowed to happen around you doesn't really line up with that, then I don't give a shit about your opinion. I don't give a shit about your fake morals or any of that, you know. I just learned earlier tonight, which I had no fucking idea. I, I've been a Sean Price fan since fucking Hell to Skelter. And I just learned tonight that he's cousins with Memphis Bleak. I had no fucking idea. None at all. Um, but yeah. Um, what else? I thought there was something else I wanted to cover. Oh, I just want to update real quick. Um, yeah, the, the work thing. Um. So not a whole ton has changed. Some I've gotten some positive hope on some things. Um, so just real quick, I, I still have to have meetings and, and things like this, but I'm going to treat it like this because, um, you know, when someone comes in brand new and questions what you've been doing for decades, for almost two decades, May will be 20 years. Um, it's insulting. It's definitely insulting. Um, and it's scary because, you know, when someone has the power to change anything that they want, whether it's right or wrong, it's terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. When it comes to animals' lives and everything like that, it, it's really scary. And, uh, you know, I'm going to continue to do everything I can to defend, you know, what I need to defend and all that. But, I got to also look at it like this. This guy's new to the organization. He doesn't know anything about me. Although it's insulting for me to have to prove myself like I just started yesterday. I think that's a necessary step I need to take. That's that's the necessity is I have to show. I, you know, I can tell him, hey, man, I've been doing great shit here for all these years. I don't have a problem showing a few great things. I, I don't have a problem with rolling out. You know, some examples and, and showing exactly why I am what I am there and, and what I do and how passionate I'm about it and how, you know, dedicated I am to my goal to, to get these cats homes. So I think, you know, despite the fact that it's 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 never great to do this far into the game, I have to prove myself a little bit. And in turn, that'll that'll secure you know, the safety and continued work that I do with the cats that I work with and, and in our shelter as a whole. So that's just how I feel about that. And, uh, yeah, I try not to get too much into like the inner workings or drama and stuff that goes on with my work, but like it, the last show I did, I, it was really just weighing so heavily on me and it was really fresh. So yeah, I, I, I put it out there and a few people reached out, which is the only reason I want to give like a little bit of closure to that. And then, you know, as as I like, to, I like to, you know, give you some stories and stuff about cats. And, yeah, I 
hope that that helps, you know, somebody raises a little bit of awareness about what I do and, you know, give some people some, some good stories. Um, so Nico, uh, he just went home yesterday. Nico is a cat that was turned into us. He was probably about eight. He's probably about eight or nine. He was with me for about a year. I think at least a year. I don't have his card right here. Um, let me see. I got him. Yeah, so I actually got him in December 2019. So, you know, year and change. Um, so I got him, and when I got him, they said that he was two, and the other cat that they turned in was 14. She didn't look 14, and he didn't look two. So judging by their teeth and their eyes and all those things, I estimated their age at about eight, nine. So I figured that's about where he's at. Um, the problem with Nico is his knees were so blown out, which was probably from years of having um, luxating patellas that weren't treated, which is where the kneecap pops in and out. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it weakens the joint. And it also, from rubbing back and forth, creates arthritis. And, um, you know, the knees become, you know, very painful. Um, they don't walk right. Sometimes they learn to walk in a completely different fashion just to compensate for their injuries. So um, that, that was the case with Nico. Nico, on his back end, walked like, like a cowboy that just got off a horse that was riding all day. You know, like these big, crazy, like wide bow-legged like walk you know with his back legs but he was still just a badass like i put him out in my roaming area because you know he was turned in with another cat he was so eh, so with other cats initially he wasn't like outwardly like angry about them but after time once he gained a little confidence in my roaming area he was just ruthless like he would just go smack a cat while they were sleeping uh you know if you had a bunch of cats, you know, coming up for you for attention. Like he would just knock all of them down because he wanted all the attention. So, um, I got, um, I got them to schedule surgeries for both of his knees. Now, at you know, nine years old, the surgeon was very, um, nervous about the situation because a lot of times when the knees have been damaged for that long or, I'm sure not just knees, many things. If they're damaged for that long, it's hard to repair. And uh, it's hard to get it to, to take because the body's kind of adjusted to that as if that's how their body's actually supposed to be. Um, so he said, I'm just going to do the one knee and let's see how it recovers. But I, I, I got a bad feeling like, the, you know, we could be wasting our money on this and I don't want to, you know, do both because, you know, obviously it'd be more. Well, he had the one surgery, he recovered like a fucking champion. Like, this guy, he bounced right back like nothing. So about six weeks later, he got his second surgery. Again, bounced back like fucking nothing. Uh, by the time he left, he was leaping up into my arms. And he's a pretty big cat, too. He's probably about 15 pounds. Um, but he was like a big, tall, and long cat. And he would he'd stand on the floor if I walked up in front of him. He'd meow at me, and then he'd just come flying up. I'd have to catch him. He'd land up around my chest. And, uh, you know, that's that's how well those back legs are working. And he's he shot out of a cannon. I honestly, I would have took him home 
a while ago if he wasn't such a jerk off of cats because um, he looked exactly like my justice who you know passed years ago and um yeah he he hit a nerve with me he had a voice just like him and everything but he's just he just wasn't really great with cats once he got his knee surgeries i never put him back out and roaming because i didn't want him to be like battling out there and you know trying to go get cats and you know blowing a knee out again or something because you know i didn't want him to go backwards i don't know that i could have got you know more than two surgeries he had a surgery per knee so i didn't want to press my luck have him re-injure and anything like that but uh yeah so he just he just went home to live his brand new life's single cat it's just him in the house with the family so very very proud to see that you know you see a cat come in and you know he's walking all crazy and you know to, to, to go full circle send him you fix him up and send him into a brand new home you know, comes to us with a home that didn't want him anymore. Leaves to a home that wants him, and he's got brand new legs. You know, brand new kneecaps, ready to run around the house like a like a psycho. Because he's he's shot out of a cannon. He might be eight nine years old, but he's like a giant kitten. Guy's fast. He's he's super smart. He's into everything. So I'm really happy about that. Um, so that's Nico. Check out my man, Jeremy, and I get you five stars. Professor J over there doing his thing. Um, check out uh, Sozio, still struggling, struggling with Sozio. Um, check out False Count Radio, Andrew Carluck. Um, he's got an interview with one of them WWE chicks. I don't remember which one, ex-WWE chick or something. But uh, So, yeah, check him out. I think that's coming up soon. Um, check out Eric at the there's always next season every season podcast uh, Eric Williams great dude check him out um, and Shaheen always check Shaheen out get all the all the drawings all the graphics all the everything you need artistically done through Shaheen check him out at uh, Nuclear Heat Graphics, formerly Hostile City Graphics, you know, uh, he'll hit you with uh, all the uh, commissions that you could possibly need. He could reach any kind of goal you're looking to hit. So, yeah, man. Um, I think that's about all I got. I don't know. Let me let me just real quick run through. My uh, let's see if there's any more topics anyone threw up. No. Nope. There's nothing there. Bear with me. I'm just trying to see if there's anything else I want to tackle on to the end of this here. Scrum dad has got lots of cat pictures. <laughs> oh, I got cluey loaches. Those are cool as hell. They're like little tiny eels. Um, I've been wanting them for a while in my tank. They kind of look like slimy from Sesame Street Oscars or worm. And uh, yeah, they're cool as hell. I really, really like them. So I got 10 of them 
I think I still have 10 of them. It's tough to tell because they, they burrow into the, um, the substrate, the rocks and stuff in the bottom of your tank. So, you know, when I feed them, I get a lot of them come out of the woodwork and they, they go around in there and eat. They're really cool. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy to have finally gotten them. They're so much fun to watch. Really enjoy them. It's weird. I, I, I'm not a snake guy. I don't like snakes at all. I, I can look at snakes, but I don't, I don't want any part of them. But uh, especially like the bigger ones and shit. Some of the snakes are like, they're beautiful to look at, but I don't want to see them eating anything because I like furry animals way more. So I'm not looking to see that type of shit. And, uh, you know, the, the overall, the uh, snakes are not for me. But uh, I like eels. I like loaches. They kind of have the same kind of thing, but I will deny that. I will just say that, even though I just brought that up, but I will say that that's they're nothing alike you know just that's that's just for me you know but uh yeah they're, they're cool as hell and uh dude over in uh ocean gate over here he had the hookup on those he's a um discus r us is his his business he ships discus all over the country top-notch fish good dude but yeah so i think that's all i got um I think I talked about Tom and Jerry last week, right? I think so. Anyway, the, the movie was great. I, I think I talked about it last week, though. Uh, I enjoyed it. But, uh, yeah, I'll leave it at that. And I'll talk to you motherfuckers next week. Peace.